Aloha all you money makers out there. This is Indar and welcome to Hawaii Money Guy. We're super excited today to have all you guys today. We have a fun episode that we're going to talk about this rare unicorn multifamily deal that we just got locked up and I'm going to explain to you some of the numbers behind multifamily and understanding how the whole multifamily syndicates work, how this deal works, and kind of talk about multifamily in general. We talk about fix and flipping all the time, but let's dive into some multifamily. Let's do it, guys. If I told you guys that that subscribe button is the only thing that's separating you from financial freedom, because knowledge is power, I'm gonna give you all the knowledge so you can succeed in life. So we got this unicorn of a deal. This property is actually two different properties, but we're kind of treating it as one property. And it's been abandoned for 20 years, we heard. We heard, we never know the full story behind properties when we buy them, especially when we buy them off the MLS. There's an agent where we talk to another agent and he's you know, explaining from what the seller may have may said or said not. So often, first thing out there, a lot of people ask on this particular deal, is why didn't the family do this or why didn't they do that or this? I don't know either, guys. I don't know why people do things. So first thing out there, a lot of people are asking, why did they do this or that? I don't know. You never know people's really motive or situation in life. You never, never know what's underlining. People have a lot of things going on. They can have a busy, busy life and they didn't know about this rental property that they had sitting or they didn't know what they could do with the different options you can do with the rental property that's just been sitting and boarded up. This property has been boarded up for 20 years, I've heard. And it's got crawfoot tubs and this old pedestal sinks and just very old, even a drywall. It's this old chicken wire type of drywall just been sitting for years and years. Um, and the chronics and crackheads have been selling drugs out of it. And the sad thing, this is right next to a school. So that's really sad. It's right next, it, our wall, it, our fence is, is a little elementary school. And, um, you know, I don't wanna want kids going, you know, my kids going to school next to that. So for anyone out there who's saying that we should do this to the property or that, ultimately, guys, I'm doing what's best for the community. And that's what we're doing as flipping, as, as investors. We're taking these homes that just are dilapidated, that are run down, that are just torn up, and we're bringing back to life for generations to come. This particular one, we're turning into a rental property. It is a rental. We're bringing it back to a life as a rental property. So it's going to be able to rent. We rent our properties here a lot of Section 8. So a lot of our renters are Section 8. So we're renting out to the, all the Section 8. The Section 8 is low-income people. There's a huge wait list right now. The demand is really high, and we love Section 8. Section 8 is a great renter for us. So with this particular property, we will look at Section 8. Section 8 is not our only people we'll look at. We'll look at all types of people, of course, but uh, predominantly a lot of our renters are Section 8, and Section 8 is great to us, and it's a great uh, rental property for them. So everything is going to be nice, new and clean. We've got a new you know, beautiful yard and exterior paint and landscaping and everything inside is going to be brand new from washer and dryers to refrigerators to accent walls and custom lighting so this is going to be a beautiful property for the community and it's just going to uplift the life of this community you know so it deters those bad people from selling drugs in the in the parking lot or from the you know bad people 
it really helps the the community out a lot more than people re recognize not alone the jobs you know we have a million dollar rehab on this property so the jobs that this this entails and that's all money going back into our community so there's a ton of jobs these properties um occur to our community um and and so forth there's there's a ton of activity that generate money back to, into our economy and the families that get to you know benefit from us but first a little bit about the deal so we have a eight unit building, two fourplexes, basically two fourplex units together. Uh, they're almost look, it looks like a house, two fourplex houses, just split up in a four by four. Super easy building, uh, two, two of them, both are almost identical. And the bottom of the buildings are CMU brick, the upstairs is, is wood framed. And then the other building is an eight unit building and it's all CMU, just these brick buildings, cement floors, super easy to rehab. Those type of buildings are just, it's just all brick. I mean, you can't go wrong. It's just cement. So really easy to rehab those type of buildings and bring those, bring those back to life um, and, and just create a, a better home. So we found a deal, basically a referral from somebody. We brought it to our agent. We were the second person to get the deal. The other person that got the deal before us, um, they had it at a better price, higher price, but they couldn't close. So they, somebody else uh, fell out and they brought it to us. And we looked at this property and it's just right up our alley. You know, these the rehab and all that doesn't scare us at all. This is exactly what we've done you know hundreds of times so where others are deterred on these types of hard rehabs you know it's it's nothing new to us it's just a lot of it it's just eight units and a six unit so it's just multiplied more bathrooms and more kitchens and so forth but other than that the 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 rehab itself is pretty easy to us we got a extensive framing to do on the roof and um, some of the different sidings and stuff like that but construction is is right up our alley you know we can handle these types of deals um so we locked it up and we're just about to close it we did have a really tough time closing this with our lender and our rates and we have uh the, literally at closing right now we just had the lender uh loan talks and everything signed they they came back and they pulled back and they said wait 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 we gotta adjust some rates and terms and now we're waiting for them that whole adjustment and we're gonna have to bring more money to the table so it's not an easy deal to close it hasn't been an easy deal to to close working with the lenders and loans and that's just because of market our market's really tough right now money is ever changing every day from interest rates the bond market and all these different factors that control money so getting loans is not an easy process by any means right now so we're happy to hopefully get this closed shortly. We do need actually a little bit more investors involved. Um, so if you're interested, of course, but uh, we're just about to close on it and, and take it over and, and dive on in. Um, the owners, we're not sure, you know, why they let this property go. We're not sure what happened um, and who knows, you know, it is a probate sale, meaning um, uh, it was a, a death. Somebody left it, handed it down and and uh, you don't know what somebody's underlining things they could have did a HELOC and took money out and rehabbed it himself but I don't know are they you know are they capable of running a million dollar rehab are you capable of that you know and working your full-time job and having life 
So you don't know what people's you know intentions are if they could handle that type of rehab. It, you know, we have a million dollar rehab. Is that something you can just take on with not knowing anything about real estate? I mean, it sounds easy, right? But it's not. It's not easy at all. So that would have been an option for them is to do a HELOC. Um, you know, the other option, of course, is to sell it. And that's what they're doing. They're making, you know, a lot of money. They're making, you know, $3 billion for these property. And that's not a bad payday for anybody. And I had a lot of comments on Instagram. Oh, we should, we should give this property back to our community. We should make this property nice and give it out to, you know, the local people. Um, I would really love to do that, of course, one day, but I'm currently not in a situation where I can just give up $4 million, $3 million back to people uh, for free. Um, I have a whole team of staff sitting behind me that I have to pay for. We have contractors, we have investors, we have, um, you know, I have a wife and kid, uh, kids. So we're just not that well off yet in life. I would love to be there, but for anyone who says that I should be giving this back to the community and just work for free, um, you know, I apologize. I'm just not there yet in life, and I'll do. I'll work harder just for you, and I'll work harder just to show you that people can. But we're not a, by any means in a situation where we can give back a three, four million dollar property to to our community um, for free. Um, you know, so we do do this to as a job, just like. Everyone out there listening goes to work, you know, every day. Can you imagine going to work for, it's probably going to take us a year to 18 months to do this. Can you imagine going to work for 18 months and making no money? Um, you know, that would be a tough, wouldn't, it? wouldn't you guys agree? So people need to think about that. You know, would you work for 18 months for free? Um, I don't know about you, but it is a, it's a job. And we do take that risk. We take the risk on of possibly breaking even and be able to just sell this thing as a break even. That's the big risk. So our risk and reward factors here are a little different than everybody else's. We don't get paid um, for 18 months until we sell this property. And that's when we potentially get paid if we make money. Um, and sometimes we, we break even. And so there has been cases like that. But we are doing this as a job to make money, to, f to pay for my team, to pay for our, uh, you know, our secretaries, our bookkeepers, our social media, our sales guys. We have a ton of VAs. We have a ton of contractors that we got to pay out. So we are doing this to employ a lot of people um, and to keep this business rolling and moving forward, of course. Um, so people always ask, why didn't we tear this down, you know, compared to you know, renovating and everyone's saying, oh, it's a teardown, it's a teardown. Um, I don't see it that way. A teardown is a lot more work to me. Um, rehabbing is a lot easier just to me. And that's just because that's what I'm good at. A teardown, you have a longer permit to get. You have a new set of plans to work from. Um, you have to get a lot more approvals and so forth to, to do a ground up and just cost more. So a teardown costs a lot more compared to a rehab. Um, so we choose to rehab this type of property because it's rehabable to us. Um, you know, framing, drywall, it's, it's very similar to all a teardown thing type of property, but we're just keeping the same layout, same footprint, the same structure of it all. And um, it's a lot easier to, to do a rehab compared to a, a ground up, uh, permitting wise, timeline wise, um, and so forth and all of that kind of thing it's almost easier sometimes to save 
a property than it is to, to tear it down. It's hard to explain to people on that it doesn't make sense, but um, it actually does make some more sense to me to rehab. It is a little more challenging, it could be, because sometimes you don't know what you're going to find in the rehab property, and you may find more than you could, you know, account for or more than you bite more than you can chew um, but with a rehab it is still a lot more costly and time time is a big one here in Hawaii our permitting process is, is huge and actually this particular property we have already started the permitting process uh, I think four months ago so we should be already kind of ahead of our time for the permitting process of all that of this this particular property and to get that moving as well um, so what's our future plans for this property? Um, I'm sorry, we're not going to donate it yet to the property to Native Hawaiians. This is not something we're ready to donate yet. Uh, again, we're not there in that situation. Um, and I'm not. Another question I had was, are you going to absorb back taxes from from some government subsidy loopholes? Do you gain any advantages to in this rebuild? Um, it's just uh, funny to hear this kind of stuff that no, there's no back taxes where we absorb, there's no subsidy loopholes um, that we get to, to gain from this. Um, if you don't pay your property tax in any property, the state still gets their money no matter what. So when we buy this property, the, s the sellers who we're buying it from, they will pay their property taxes as well as the back taxes that were due so the seller will be taking care of all that property tax and guys our property tax is very low so whoever complains about property taxes here in our state we have the one of the lowest property taxes across the u.s so property taxes here in hawaii are very very low um, yes i know we have to pay them but we do have very low property taxes and no the this the state won't take a property over for just property tax. They'll put liens against the property, meaning that whoever decides to sell it, whatever happens to sell it, then those liens need to be paid before that property is sold. Um, so there's a very, very, the state is not in the business of taking over properties and being real estate uh, people. The state is in the business of making money. So that's why they use liens and they'll leverage a property in that sense. They're not gonna take over the property. And no, the state doesn't give any subsidy loopholes or anything for fixing or or um, buying this property they're not going to do anything the only tax advantage you have is when this is stabilized and it's rented out now you have a rental property and rental properties do have um, some tax advantages as i've shared in previous videos with cost segregation with um different uh, expenses you can write off and so forth but that's a separate note when you have a stabilized rental property as for the fixing this and getting it stable and everything there's not much tax incentives uh, to say for this whole property um, you know there's not much tax loopholes that I know of if you know any tricks that I uh, don't know but I'm more than happy to hear but there's no advantages of buying and fixing properties and build it bring them back to life there's no um, advantages to rehabbing this property other than make it into a great rental there's no there's no tricks that uh, 
people say, and I shouldn't say tricks, there's no tax loopholes, I should say. And we don't look for tax loopholes in the system. We look for tax incentives, tax things that legally you can do that everyone does and we just learn about it and use those same tax strategies that everyone else uses. And it's not a secret, it's not something that um, you wouldn't know about it. The reason often you don't know about certain tax loopholes or, or tax um, strategies is because you can't use them or they're just not a part of your life and how you use things. So that's all it is. We talk about cost seg, for example, it's just something I didn't know about before. And then when I started doing it in 2019, um, it's just a tax incentive that everyone is doing now that I know. So I just didn't know it because I didn't, I wasn't able to use it. I didn't, I didn't have it in my life because I didn't have rentals and so forth. So often you heard tax loopholes and it's really, um, it's just because it doesn't pertain to you. That's why it's different from what you are doing doing you know you if you just wake work a w-2 job and you know that's it it's pretty hard to have any tax incentives you know if you want to get into it you need to start an llc you need to buy rentals and there's a lot more things when you own your own company basically to do to use um get a little off topic there but um so this is a multifamily deal. it's a it's a 3.1 million dollar purchase and we're going to spend about a million dollars in rehab into this property. It's going to take us uh, well over probably six months to nine months to rehab it. Permits are another huge thing. We can't um, finish, of course, until permits are done. So that's the whole challenge of permits as well uh, and, and getting that rented out. So after it's fixed up, then we'll be able to rent it out. And once we rent it out, um, that's when we really got to push to rent it out. So we'll be offering uh, no deposits for renters and we might uh, throw in no first month rent. So we're just going to try and rent this out as fast as we can to some great rentals with no deposits on and we'll rent it out at market. I think we'll be renting at uh, about 2200 a month, 2250 I think is what we project. And parking will be another bonus. Um, in this area parking is very limited so we will be charging 120 for parking as well and each building has one has six stalls the other one has eight stalls so parking is limited and we'll charge for parking um, and then we'll have coin laundry uh, so this is all the income we'll have from the property we'll have rental income 14 units we'll have uh, the income of parking and we'll have the income of 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 uh, the washing dryers so those three income sources for the property and then we'll have expenses out. And the type of expenses, of course, is property tax, insurance. You have to have those no matter what. And and um, last expenses, we'll have um, uh, property management, but we're gonna in-house property manage that, so we won't have property management expense, but we will have some electricity and water, not too much because the property is sub-metered, so meaning that the tenants um, pay for those items. Uh, it is it is submeter to the tenant so all the renters will be paying for their own electricity and their own water so we won't have much of those expenses there'll be a, a little bit of common area electricity cost but not much um, so we'll have that rented out and uh, that those expenses uh, there is some other general expenses um, that we you could budget in there some capex and some other things, but this is a brand new rented property, so we won't have much capital expenditures. So that's a simple kind of 
math of it all. So you will take your income minus your expenses, and that's going to give your NOI, net operating income. You take that NOI, net operating income, and you divide it by the cap rate. The cap rate is basically what other properties have sold in Hawaii. Generally, it's 4% is the common cap rate right now. There's even goes low as 3%. So right now, our cap rate is 4%. So you take the NOI divided by your cap rate, and that's going to give you your value. So everything is in that NOI. You're controlling the income of the property, NOI of your property, divided by a 4% cap rate. So that cap rate um, is your average for that area. And if you have the right income, you do all those, those NOIs and get that all right, you'll get your value of the property. So we're projecting to hit a six and a half to $7 million valuation of this property. And once we have that, that values there, we'll be able to sell that property and or refinance it and keep it as a rental. We do got to sell it or refinance it because we have very expensive money. We're buying it with investors like you out there. We're buying with hard money lending. So we have expensive money that we have to wipe out that debt. We couldn't carry this property with that expensive debt on it. We'll have to be able to refinance it or sell it to uh, some private, private, uh, you know, investors out there. There's a lot of, a lot of people looking for some good cash-producing rentals, or we may keep it. We're not 100% sure where we're at at that point, but we have both of those two options: to sell it or refinance and keep it. And refinancing it is just so we can pay out again our 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 personal money, our hard money, all that money into the deal and put it into a cheap loan. I say cheap because it's seven percent, whatever it is. Is that cheap loan? I don't know. But it is cheaper than what we're at right now with our investors who are paying you know, 12% and so forth. So that is our strategy with this property. It is um, going to be a fun project. I'm super excited on how it's going to turn out because I, I know we do a great job and I see the vision in all our properties uh, before we even start. And it's just going to be a fun property. We're going to do fun things like accent walls, of course, and some really cool lights and cool fixtures and i'm more excited about doing yard i just love the yard and wood fences and we'll do some turf and all that fun kind of stuff where you make the yards really kind of pop and that's more exciting to me some of that kind of stuff um and we actually have an offer to sell one of the properties off as it is now so we may even entertain that so right now we have a lot of options a lot of exits and so forth and a lot of ideas on what this property can turn out to be and that's what's fun about it when you have a good deal with multiple exits it makes it a great great deal and we're super excited about it it's i've been putting hundreds of offers on multifamily so to get a deal is not just like we've just whimsically got one deal out of nowhere it's been a lot of offers to just get a good deal and it's not an overnight kind of thing and it's not as easy as you guys think. The lending, the loan, and working with the banks and ref uh, buying it has definitely been a hard, hard process with our current market. But we're just there. We're right at the finish line. So super excited to finally get this thing moving and close, basically, and get it started so we can enjoy. And we'll keep you guys updated with, of course, videos and pictures as we go. I just want to take a quick second. And if you're enjoying our content, please subscribe below. I love it if you guys can leave us a review or a comment or let me know what you guys thought. I love honest feedback and I love hearing what you guys think. 
we got a question. We got a Q and A. Uh, how do you feel when people are asked if your parents give you give you all your money? So how do you feel when people ask if you if your parents give you all your money? So I think this is from David. So we get a lot of people asking or questions. Oh, you know, you got you got all this from your your family, your parents, or you know, your parents gave you money to to do all this. Um, no, my parents didn't give me all this money and they they gave me an education and i'm very grateful for that they gave me a good strong upbringing of what's right and wrong and some good practices in life and i have blessed it you know i love my parents they're divorced but i love my parents and and i love i love my brother um but they didn't give me all of this they didn't say here's you know 10 million dollars go figure out or even here's a million dollars they didn't give me no money they gave me support they gave me love they gave me guidance i will ask them for questions but i worked hard guys for this i i, I worked hard i put countless hours in i put countless times in while right, you guys are partying in your friday or saturday night i'm up doing emails and analyzing deals and putting offers you know even tonight i'm going to go home and work you know while you guys are watching tvs i'll be doing emails so you know I didn't just do this overnight. It's not like I was given this. I was working a full-time W-2 job and I was going home after work and just watching my education videos and learning and learning and growing and trying and keep getting out there. And I took that risk of doing something different. And that's the hardest part. And that's what people get put you down for or that's what people are scared of is everyone is scared of getting out of the comfort zone of of you know a nice w-2 job and going do something different something you don't know is going to succeed something you don't know if it's going to fail um that's what people is is what it takes and i can't i can't uh, explain that to you i can't say it's it's easy i can't say anything of that and that's what I think every successful person I know, they've gotten out of that comfort zone where others have not. And you get, sometimes we get jealous or envious of each other because it looks so simple or how come I couldn't do that or how come I couldn't figure that out? Because we're all the same person. We're all the same 24 hours a day. We all eat and sleep the same. You know, We all have the same time and day. But how come I couldn't figure that out? And we often get you know judgmental on other people because we couldn't figure it out and i am guilty of it too you know i get jealous of people and i get envious and i get how come how come but then i just gotta remember that it's all i got is me and i figured this out on my own just like you can figure this out on your own whatever journey you are in life i'm sure you're doing way better um, you know than anyone else out there other people out there so you know there's no level judging of anybody you know there's other people who have less and there's other people who have more and i'm very grateful for all my parents who taught me things and be able to send me to school and be able to send me to college and be able to teach me some basic business practices both my parents own their own businesses and um, they're very great parents and they have guided me through the education of being a business owner and I can ask my dad for advice all the time um, my dad and my mom both support me and they support the, the stress of it all but it takes a lot of um, you 
to get out there and make that that risk of life that that step into the different path of direction of life and i can't express how that that is or that action that needs to be taken but it's just action and it's just small little steps of action that need to be taken and you just constantly keep pushing forward and i struggle today with that but you can do it i'll stop talking about that um so how do the last segment um how can people gain get in con- contact with you um so anyone who is interested in this deal we do have a portal that we'd love you to come on the portal and take a look at a deal kyland um, my main man sales guy who's just great um can talk to you guys as well or you can talk to me uh and kyland will get a hold of you guys and talk story about the deal we have a, a few deals as well coming up and kyland's been great at at explaining deals as well and you know getting you guys involved the links in the bio of course so check out the bio and or search indar hawaii um, forward slash community so indar hawaii or you can just click on the the community page on indar hawaii and you can see all our deals and our community from our airbnbs to all the different stuff we have for you guys so super excited to have this deal and to show you guys the beauty of these properties so stay tuned and please like and subscribe and comment below really appreciate it just for following you guys all the way this long please like and subscribe and go onto my portal and you guys can download that free deal analyzer for you to analyze some deals so check that out as well thank you guys have a great day aloha